Hello geniuses, Queen of Forgiveness here. Let's fire and wire together. In these sessions, we are studying Dr. Joe Dispenza's intensive and progressive online courses. Let's prepare for the advanced week-long retreat physically, mentally, and spiritually together. On this podcast, I am firing and wiring by repeating what I have learned over and over, discussing the practices, giving you my personal perspective, and sharing my growth. Don't speak back to me via comments, voicemail, make a video response and tag at the letter Q and the word forgiveness at Q forgiveness on all your social media platforms. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to this podcast. Oh my God, today, today is episode five. We are here. This is actually five days in a row. I'm super proud of the consistency. Uh, Consistently genius. Yes, I am super, super proud of it. And I am thankful to uh, have all of you who listen to me and give me feedback and share this podcast with others. You guys are amazing. Um, now I promised you an intro and an outro and I have that. And now I also promise you that I'm going to get on every streaming platform that is next. That is the promise. But today is episode five. And what is the title of episode five? The process of change. We're going to go over the process of change today. And even though I could pre-record this, I'm not. I kind of want this to come up a little bit different every time as I grow. But each podcast starts out with, do you actually believe in the idea that the way you think has some effect on your life? Do your thoughts create your reality? Do you actually wake up? Did you actually wake up this morning and create a future? If you knew that your thoughts created your destiny, if you knew that on a gut level, would you ever miss a day? Would you ever let a thought slip by your awareness that you did not want to experience? And Dr. Joe goes on to say that the biggest reason why you don't do it is because you don't believe that it's true. Um, I I concur. I've said this countless times. I'll probably keep saying it. I'm not sure, but I'm saying it today that I remember when... I first got started with this work. I didn't believe that it was true. I wasn't hitting it every day. I was like, oh, it's good to do it. It's fun. It's this, it's that. But I wasn't really with it every day, right? So my results were choppy. And then I remember what Dr. Joe said about firing and wiring. And I had already gotten to firewiresessions.com. And I said to myself, you need to do the firing and wiring. That's going to set off that belief. That's going to propel you forward, um, going over the information over and over and over. You know, as, as you study and you grow and you actually do the work as you're studying, it's not just about doing one or the other. Because I know so many people that do the meditations but don't pay attention to the studies. And I know so, so many people that study the studies and don't do the meditations. 
But it's about grouping and pairing and doing both. Yeah, it's about both things. It's, it's not about one or the other. So you have to be doing both. I'm going to leave it there. You have to be doing both. So I, w- I want to repeat again for this show. Do you actually believe in the idea that the way you think has some effect on your life, that your thoughts create your reality? Do you actually wake up? Did you actually wake up this morning and consciously create a future? If you knew that your thoughts created your destiny, if you knew that on a gut level, would you ever miss a day? Would you ever let a thought slip by your awareness that you did not want to experience? That's what we're doing here. We're we're taking a hold of the thoughts that come into our experience. We are affecting our lives through creating our reality. We're waking up every day and we're creating a future. We're living into that future, a new and exciting future. Things are coming us to us in new and exciting ways if we are creating. So let's go ahead and get it today and go into the process of change. So this is one of my favorite parts of 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 uh dr joe's intensive course the first part where he says if you try to use your brain to change your brain you'll only make your brain worse if you use the ego to try to change the ego you only endorse the ego if you use the program to change the program you only program more when you use matter to change matter you will only become more matter Only when you are true consciousness is when you have dominion to change your brain, change your life, to change your body, and to create some future time. So this is where the practice comes in. Only when you are true consciousness. So you can't think your way through the process. If you try to use your brain to change your brain, you only make it worse. That's where that frustration comes in when we try to think our way into spiritual things. We try to think our way into better health. We try to think our way into more peace. We had to, we try to think our way into the kingdom of heaven, right? Like they did at the Tower of Babel. We try to think our way in, but but really only made them disperse into different languages and it caused confusion. It's not that God sent down the confusion. It was the the brain being used to change the brain. (laughs) Oh my goodness. We're not going to use the brain to change the brain. We're going to get into state. We're going to step into the field. We're going to dip our toe into the river of change. We're going to go into the vortex. We're going to go into space in space we're gonna go where there is nothing where everything comes from we're gonna go into that place and when we're in the true consciousness of that place is when we have dominion to change our brain to change our life to change our body and to create some future time from that nothing place from that place of peace that place where there is no thing there is no thought there is no place. There is no time. In that place, the the stuff exists where all matter comes from. And from that place, you can make change. And what if you were just thinking with your brain, using your brain to think about some future time? You were using your brain to think about those things that you wanted to create and manifest. You were thinking about those things. And then right at that moment, that you were thinking about those things, you stopped and you slipped into that place where everything is created. What do you think is going to happen? 
I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. I think that when you slip into that place and you take those thoughts with you, they, they, they go in there and they plant seeds of manifestation. And that's how you make manifest. That's my thoughts. That's what I think on it. Let's move on. So only energy consciousness can change matter. There's no need to try or to put in effort. You can only become by being. Now, we're talking about becoming. We're talking about becoming who you are. We're not talking about that out here in this egoic existence, that you're not going to do anything, that you're going to sit like a fly on the wall and you're just going to wait for everything to come to you. I don't believe that. I believe that we will take action. I don't believe that the action any longer needs to be hard. I used to believe that. But I believe there will be actions to take and they'll be inspired and there'll be and, and there'll even be some analytical knowledge, things, you know, you got to do things, you know, you got to make work. And then there'll be some pruning back of these things that you thought you needed to do, but you don't really need to do. Um, and then there may be just some stuff that you want to do. I, I know I hope I didn't go all over the place. I hope you could hear that or just rewind that back and some clarity will come. But we are creators. That's who we are. We were made to create and we create to make. I want to say that again. We were made to create and we create to make. We are creators. That is who we are. So when you alter your state into the divine, when you go into that place of nothing, when you go into that place of no time, no space, no thought, and you take that person that you're being, currently with you because in the process of change when you get into the vision and and you step into the character of who you really really are and then you slip into that place of divination the divine the no thing the place where all things are made the only things that can can come with you is those current thoughts of who you are not who you were before you stepped into the field of change until you dip your toe into that river not not the person you were before, but the person you are now. It's a practice. It's a thing. It can be done. It's actually simple. I know we fight against it. I know we do. We fight it. We fight it so much. We fight it all the time. We fight getting into those visualizations because we don't believe in them. We fight thinking about that because we were told that that's child's play. We were told that the imagination is childish. We were told that when you imagine things to get out of your head, to get your head out of the clouds. That's what we were told. We were told to, to stop thinking that there's any place for your dreams. Your dreams aren't real. That's just a pipe dream. It's not real. That's what we were told. But those are the really real places. Those are the really real things. That's the, the really real place is the place not where dreams are made of, but the dream itself. Because the dream itself comes from that place where all things are made. It comes from that place of no thing, no time, no space. Yeah, that place. That place. <laughs> that place. So if you're analyzing and thinking, you're not changing your brain waves. It's only until you shut that down and your mind shuts it down. Oh, my gosh. I wish I had have, uh, pulled it up. I hope it's in my notes here. It's not. It's not. It, there's a part of your brain in the frontal lobe that shuts all of that down when you're 
focused and meditating and you bring yourself to that place, it shuts everything down and it tells the rest of the brain, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. This is the practice that you use to overcome yourself. So you got to get into these meditations. You have to sit down, whether you listen to Dr. Joe or not. I like to do transcendental meditation sometimes. I don't always do a guided meditation. Sometimes I like to sit and breathe. A lot of times I like to sit and tone for just a few minutes. And when I'm toning, when I'm meditating, when I'm in transcendental meditation, I go to that place where everything comes from, that place of no time, no thing, no space. I go to that place and I'm in there. I'm with the divine. I'm with the divine in that space. And I take me with me. I take the the me that I am practicing me with me and all things that are are planted in my divine garden are made manifest. So you got to plant that divine garden. You have to plant that divine garden if you want it to be made manifest. And the way to plant that divine garden is to go into the silence, is to go into the darkness, to close your eyes, to get it in. Even keep your eyes open once you get advanced so where you can dream with your eyes open. That is a very beautiful place, mind you, dreaming with your eyes open. So you're going to overcome yourself through practice. You're going to be whole, complete, and connected to a vision of reality or a new and exciting future. You connect to that place in these met in these uh, meditations. You can you connect to that place where you're whole, where you're complete, where you're connected to a vision of a new and exciting future of the real reality. We call that dreaming, and we call that imagining in like this fake place. But it's not the fake place. Once you get that down, that that's not the fake place where all dreams create reality in when you once you feel out realize that what you call reality is the dream and what you call the dream is reality you'll live differently i'm practicing i look at life now i i've said this in the last couple of episodes i look at life now and sometimes when people say things to me i just laugh i just laugh because i'm like oh god i created that wow okay okay i created that i I could get with that. I understand me. I created that, okay? And I just laugh. And then I, I go back into creation and I recreate it. Because like, sometimes I'm like, I never ever want to experience that out out here in my movie ever again. I never want to see that out here in my hologram ever again. I don't want to see that. I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't want it. So instead of focusing on not wanting it and whining, in my movie, whining in my hologram, whining in my imagination, I go to the real place and I create. I want us to turn that around. I want you to realize that the thing that was holographed is this thing that you call real. This is the dream. This is actually the place, this place that we call real. This place that I'm doing this recording, this is in the dream because in the real place, I manifested this in the real place. I created this. I created this space where I'm doing this recording right now where I'm talking to all of you out in the in the place that's not reality, that is the hologram, that is the dream. And in the very real place that we call the dream, I created this. I thought of it. I held on to it until I made it manifest. And here we are. <laughs>
You get to be miraculous in this place. We call it a place of miracles because it is a place where, where you have freedom. In the reality, you have freedom to be miraculous, to be a creator, to be divine, to be expanded, to be invincible, and to be unlimited, and to bring that into this new world, into this holographic universe, into this dream, into this movie. You get to bring all of that in here by being that in the divine, in the, real, in the very, very, very real place. This is, this is the process to making a change. It starts with the vision, it starts with the meditation, it starts with getting into a place where you pull the mind out of the body and you begin to subdue the body animal as you sit under the meditations. You start with the tutelage of Dr. Joe and then you advance. That's why you got to get to his advanced retreats. I have to get to his advanced retreat. I've not been yet. I'm very open and honest about that. I haven't been to his advanced retreat, but I do study his materials, and I am firing and wiring. And, baby, when I get to the week-long event, I'm going to pop wide open. They're going to watch my brain in this holographic universe, and it's going to step into the divine right there in front of everybody's faces. You know why? Because I'm preparing through these fire and wire sessions I'm preparing to go to that place and be a completely new and exciting person. To step into another new and exciting future from the one that I've already created before I go to that week-long event. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. Are you there with me on that? So let's keep doing this. My, 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 one of my biggest points, the reason that I repeat the same thing over and over at the beginning of every session... Um, and I'm going to repeat it again now is because that is what this is about. My, my whole point is to make you consistently genius. So I want to say it to you again. Do you actually believe in the idea that the way you think has some effect on your life, that your thoughts create your reality? Did you actually wake up this morning and consciously create a future? If you knew that your thoughts created your destiny, if you knew that on a gut level, would you ever miss a day? Would you ever let a thought slip by your awareness that you did not want to experience? <laughs> That's what this is about, becoming consistently genius. Every time you have a thought, your brain produces a chemical. This chemical invokes a feeling. This feeling inspires an action. This action creates an experience. This experience creates an emotion, and that emotion produces a new thought that produces a new chemical, and so on, and so on, and so on. And we're learning scientifically how the brain works with this spiritual practice. Dr. Joe says that science is the language of mysticism. It kind of unlocks it for you. It does it for me. I'm going to say that understanding that my mind is taking me to a spiritual level, my brain, my body is taking me to this spiritual level by me letting go of it. And, and it was made miraculously to go into that spiritual place because we are divine beings. It has made this practice so much more real for me. So it has taken the esoteric feeling from it. It, it, the abstract feeling is taken away. And I feel opened to a more, a greater feeling. Yeah, it's not so esoteric anymore. It's not so abstract and out there. It feels concrete. 
And, and I believe it's even bigger than anything that I can think of currently, but it's helping. And that is the point, to help you get to that level where you are consistently genius. You will feel the way you think. <laughs> this hormone, these hormones that secrete make sure of it. And then you will think the way you feel. This is your state of being. So imagine if you're practicing being in a new state of being, something more conscious, something more miraculous, something more divine, something more expanded, something more invincible and unlimited. Imagine what hormones you're producing at that level and what feelings that will invoke for you and what type of actions that will inspire for you and, and, and what type of experience you will have based on those actions. And, 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 and then you'll, once you experience, you'll get new emotions that will produce a new chemical um, that will bring a new thought and, and, and that will bring a new chemical. And, and it'll go on and on and on from there and you'll be inspired all over again. And then your life, it just kind of, it kind of snowballs into this life of magnificent miracles. My friend Lillian Walker, she's my Facebook friend, and she's going to be my friend in, in this holographic universe, in this life. She's going to be my friend in the divine. She is already my friend. What am I saying? Lillian Walker um, just won a trip on a yacht. And when she won the trip, I almost said to her, you deserve it. And then I thought about it, and I said, you created it. Wow. Your creations are amazing, darling. That's what I said to my friend Lillian because it's so true. It's so true that she created it. She is a co-creator and it was a brilliant manifestation of hers. Not just some random thing that happened that she deserved the luck. I don't even believe in luck. <laughs> no, I believe in creation. So our thoughts are the language of the brain. And our feelings are the language of the body and the heart. Our thoughts language of the brain and our feelings, the language of the heart and the body, that equals our state of being. When they are in coherence, which is something that I'm studying with heart math, when the heart and the brain are in coherence, everything happens right in this holographic universe. Everything you are on of a pitch with your singing, you are on, you are you swing the best stroke of your life in golf. You perform better physically. Mentally, you can think of all things. You can create all things. You, uh, Your analytical brain works better. Your creativity is more harnessed and uh, alive. Your artistic ability, your capability to thrive in relationships, turns up. I have changed relationship-wise as I am becoming more coherent. I have changed mentally. I have changed physically. And the things I think, things I do, they have become more right as, as, as I have become more coherent. So I preach the gospel of heart math and coherence because I know firsthand how it can change your life for the better. I know firsthand. So of course I'm going to share it. And it's also a part of what we're learning with Dr. Joe. Dr. Joe is partnered up with heart math to, um, 
to share um, what they teach. And, and part of his process is for us when we do our meditations and manifestation is to get into that heart, deep into that heart, to touch that heart, and to use the heart to get coherent and to make this life the best life that we could possibly live. I say brain coherence and heart coherence is your state of being that you're looking for. It is the goal and the prize. It is the all that is. It is what we're looking for. So the process of change is to get into that coherence. And how do you get into that coherence? You do these practices, meditation, even the heart math practices. We're not teaching that right now, but I just want to put that in there. Um, think about looking into heart math. Think about Think about it, getting an inner balance device or M-Wave device and, and think about practicing being in alignment so that you can live your life in this holograph, in this holographic universe in an amazing way. Because when you go into your heart and when you really get in there and there is nothing, there is no thought, there is no, you're in there in the divine. And to me, coherence is the quickest way into the divine. I don't know if I'm right yet, but I'm right. <laughs> so let's talk about habits in this process of change. Habits are when the body is the unconscious mind. Most of, most of our personality exists here. Where our habits, when the body is the unconscious mind. So when we're living from memory, when we're living from the past, when we're living from uh, the same 90% 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day, when we're living from that space, we unconsciously go into our day. When we don't get up in the morning and create a new and exciting future, um, we start to live in a habitual state that day. If you interrupt that pattern and you start the day with meditation, if you start the day and you wake and you create, then things turn over a lot differently. Um, because you have introduced something new and you have changed from having 90% of your thoughts be the same to creating new and exciting thoughts. And then you produce new chemicals that invoke fee new feelings, that inspire new actions, that create new experiences, that create new emotions, that produce new thoughts, that produce new chemicals and so on and so on. This happens for the negative just as much as it happens for the positive, or it happens for the positive just as much as it happens for the negative. This isn't, isn't all about being negative and living from the past and living from old habits. This process is the same. You just have to choose whether you want this to be for what you want or if you want it to be randomly what you've already selected in the past mixed with a few new things just make it a jumble bit and when I say a jumble bit that just makes it confusion because you're not really focused or intentional about what you're creating that's why you get all of this random crazy stuff throughout your life me too me included that's why all this random crazy stuff comes up sometimes it's really great and then it gets really bad and then it goes around in circles and then there's a good bad day bad day good day bad day bad day bad day good day good day good week bad bad month because oh boy we expect the bad things i, I and 
because this was such a major thing in my life. This is something that I talk about. I, I, I so last year, year before last, I so wanted a, I so wanted to be married. I wanted a man in my life. I didn't want to be single anymore. And uh, I created a relationship that I didn't even want. I created it out of habit and threw some randomness in there uh, because I wasn't really practicing anything. I was just talking to all my friends. And I got exactly what I wanted, exactly what I asked for. I didn't even want it. (laughs) I got exactly what I wanted, but I didn't want it. But I asked for it because I wasn't really being intentional as much as I was just moaning and complaining and creating because the process of change happens no matter what. It is always happening. There is no getting away from the process of change. (laughs) No getting away from the process of change. So habits are when the body is the unconscious mind. You've practiced so many times that your body knows better than your brain. And we interrupt this habit by getting up in the morning and waking and creating. Thoughts, memorized behaviors, emotional reactions, beliefs, perceptions, and attitudes. Those are habits, thoughts that come from from past experiences. Memorized behaviors from past experiences. Emotional reactions from past experiences. Beliefs from past experiences. Perceptions and attitudes that come from past experiences. Those are what make up our habits. It's a pre-programming. So this this is the unconscious brain activity that's 95% of what you do a day. 95% of what you do a day is from unconscious brain activity. Your whole life functions like a computer program, and you only have 5% of your brain to affect change. (laughs) Yeah, that's why sometimes your head hurts when you start to do these meditations and stuff. Sometimes because your brain is just like tilt, 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 tilt. I'm trying to get it, but I can't get it yet. I'm trying to get it, but I can't get it yet. But it's okay. You keep coming down. You keep dipping your toe into the river of change. You keep coming down and sitting down and subduing the body animal. You keep coming back to the practice again and again and again and again and again. And you are affecting change in your life. You're getting out of habit and you're reconditioning the body to a new mind. So I like this part. This is, I'm going to touch on a little bit more of Dr. Joe. This is all Dr. Joe. Um, with a few of my thoughts thrown in. But when you recondition the body to a new mind, it's the most glorious thing. It's freeing. It's freeing. It opens you up to a whole new world. But you have to do the practice even at the times that nothing is happening. And I don't recommend just doing the meditations even though they work. Okay? I recommend doing both because it will, as Lillian Walker says, it will help you collapse time. And you'll get there because there is no time. You'll get there in no time. So Dr. Joe says using vision boards and affirmations when your body has a feeling of unworthiness and your mind has thoughts of unworthiness do not work. I I completely believe that. You know, I I, I think I talked about it in another episode how we um, we want to say affirmations over and over and over and we want to say, I am rich, I am rich, I am rich. And in, in inside of our mind, it's like, Mm-mm, you got $5 in your bank account. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You, uh, the other day, you wanted to go on that trip with your friends and you couldn't afford it. You ain't rich. You're not wealthy. You know, 
and 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 we have that feeling of unworthiness like we can't do it and I, I I never am able to afford that trip. I'm I'm never able to go. I know those feelings. I know those feelings and it takes coming to a practice like this to overcome those feelings. Because when you are in those feelings, how can you grow? How can you get better work? How can you grow your business when you're in that feeling and you're in that field? I mean, you can trudge out. I know that, you know, using the mind to change the mind, you can trudge out after a while. But why not simplify it and just go into the divine, step into the quantum field, go into that place of nothing and come back out the manifestation? Why not? Why not? I'm trying to tell you just to be consistently genius. That's what I'm trying to tell you to do. So the mind and the body are in opposition when we're just saying random affirmations. And to get out of that mind opposing the body, go, we, we step into the silence, nothing, the no place. We step into the divine and we bring our new self with us. We must condition the body to a new mind. We must subdue the body and have it sit down in these meditations and go to that place where all of this came from. That's the process of change. That is the process of change. That's how you do it. You keep going into this place. This is what I'm here for. I'm here to tell you to sit down and create today. I don't care if morning has already passed and it's afternoon or evening. If you haven't created today, I need you to sit, meditate, and create. Because this is the process of change. This is how you get it done. And when you show up in your life, you make decisions based on what you've done. Because you're going to. You've created something new. You've sidestepped your habits and you brought in yourself, you brought yourself into a new mind, into new thoughts, into a new calibration. So today is going to go differently than yesterday. And when you, when your friend says something you don't like, instead of you reacting and going off or getting an attitude or getting upset or talking to your other friends about it, you're laughing. Because you know you created that and you know that you're in the river of change and you know that you're looking at the way that you live your life. And you're deciding to be different because you are someone different now. It doesn't take hours or years or months for you to become someone different. You become someone different when you decide to be. When you decide to step into the river of change and you decide to go in and sit down in the meditations and subdue the body animal and tell the body animal to calm down, I am here, you've already stepped into your new self. The manifestation doesn't have to check, catch up with you because it's here. It's here right now. Oh, when I came to understand that recently here, I was like, blown I'm doing some things differently in my life <laughs> that I never imagined that I would do or not do. I never imagined that I would be unafraid and unapologetic. Just from a few days of an intentional, this is day five of being intentional about the changes that I'm making. <laughs> oh boy. Now I've been at this for a little while. I started back in October of last year. It's just been a little while, maybe six or seven months. And, um, Four days of super intentional, let's get it. Let's fire and wire. Let's make this happen. Let's change. I'm ready and I'm, re I'm taking you guys with me. That's why we have this podcast. So come down to the end of the podcast and like there's an intro and an outro now. So I don't have to do a whole weird thing that I was doing at the, on those other podcasts because we got an intro and an outro now. <laughs> there's an intro and an outro now. So I'm super excited about that. And like I said, guys, the next thing we're going to do is get these fire and wire sessions up 
on all of your podcasting platforms so you can join me on your favorite platform. I thank you guys for listening to the podcast. My fellow geniuses, I appreciate you every day. And I will talk to you again in episode six. Expecting to hear from me. I love you. Hey, genius. Thanks so much for listening to the Fire and Wire Sessions podcast with your host, Lauren Jelaine, the queen of forgiveness. Remember, nerve cells that fire together, wire together. How you practice living your life is the way your life will play out. You are a genius. You are a doer and not a listener only. Share this podcast with somebody you love. Take a screenshot and tag at the letter Q and the word forgiveness at Q forgiveness on your favorite social media platforms. I'll repost you when you tag me. Let's get it.